Welcome into the Big Red Zone Podcast. I am so, so, so happy to be saying those words once again. As you can tell, we've got a little bit of a live studio audience with us here today. So you've got a- who, who, who we got here, Max? Well, let, let's introduce ourselves first. After all, we are the stars of the show. I'm one of your hosts, Max. I'm your other host, Brad. And I am your other, other host, Rowie. And let's introduce our audience members, shall we? I'm Paola. I'm Alex. Andre. Very talkative audience. Very talkative audience. Lots of sports fans, lots of football fans. Do any of you want to update us? And some non-football fans, too. Do any of you want to update us on anything that's going on for you right now? Anything football-related? It's birthday. Paula's birthday. It's her birthday. What year? 21st. 21st. 21st, bitches. Do you have any, um, like, safe, uh, safe drinking tips that we can share with the audience? Don't leave your drink unattended. Yep. Thank you, Paula. Very. That's very true. Very true. Alex, how about you? Any safe drinking tips or other messages you'd like Even to share with the audience? Even though you're not 21. Yeah. So, re- uh, listeners, just take whatever he says with a grain of salt. He's not 21, so he's not a pro. Yeah, I'm only 20, so, like, what would I know about and me? You would have never drank before. Of course either. not. Like, you're 20. Uh, you, I barely know You would never have drank before. I, I, Alex, you're watching something right now. Tell us a little bit about the sport you're watching. Yeah, so I'm actually watching the sport of cricket, which is... Uh, but, but ooh, before cricket, you continue, isn't that a bug? Are we, are we not entertaining enough for you to just listen? You have to also be watching hey, something Brad, else. Brad, Brad, I understand. I agree, but let, 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 yeah, let's, let the man uh, speak. Yeah, let's let the man I speak. think it's important to sort of be aware of all the sports that are going on throughout the world. You know what I mean? That way, we can enjoy football more if we can sort of compare it with, like, the other sports that are going on. You can see, compare cultures, you know. All right, that's enough. This isn't a cricket podcast. That's enough. (laughs) Yeah, enough, enough. Uh, Andre, what about you? (laughs) Any any thoughts? You are 21, so anything to share? Um, It's your boy, Andre. Got a new sweater. Got a new sweater. Yeah. Got a new sweater. a white receiver for compliments. Yeah. I don't know what that means, but I'm excited you said it. Yes, Andre. <laughs> I'm playing some cricket noises for oh, that joke. Man, this. You this... mean what Alex is watching? Yep, that that was the joke. All right, Sh- shall we delve into football? Or, uh... well, let's let's delve into football, right. shall we? So since since we've been on last, it's been an eventful. Eight months. MJ10. Yep. So so let's give some of our favorite storylines into this honestly almost over season. Brad, why don't you start? I think my favorite storyline has been that uh, the Pats are back. Oh, the God. evil empire is back. Everybody has been warned. Dun, 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 dun. Darth Hoodie is going to lead our Pats to another Super Bowl. And I could not be more excited and I'm riding with MJ10. Little hot take for the audience. I think that in 20 years, MJ, when people say the words, or would say MJ, they won't even think of LeBron. They'll be thinking of Mac Jones. Well, they'll be thinking of Michael Jordan, <laughs> not LeBron, right? I agree with you. I don't think they'll be thinking about LeBron. Um, so, so, so Roby, what do you think? Are the, are the Pats for real? Look, the Pats are doing great. They're flying high. I'm not going to say they're for real just they're yet. They're better than your Chargers. They are better than my Chargers. They're more consistent than my Chargers. I'll give you that. Well, 
anybody's more consistent than your charges. All right, let, let, All right let's, so, let's, let's save that for, let's, for let's later. Let's slow down right? there, buddy. You know, I wish I wish we did this podcast around week. What's it now? Week thirteen at this point. Yes, yeah. Sir. I wish we did it around week six when the charges were flying high. But unfortunately, we've lost some games, been inconsistent, and it's just been unfortunate to see. At the end of the day, though, it's the Chargers, so what can you expect? I'm in it for the ride, honestly. What do you think, Max? Are the Pats for real? Uh, I think the Pats are currently playing about as well as anyone in the league, to be honest. I think they got a great defense, they got a great run game, and some playmakers on offense. I think that the one knock on them is that they've got a rookie quarterback who's not a flamethrower. You know, he, he's, he's not a Patrick Mahomes type. He won't make those... 60-yard downfield throws, scrambling out of danger like Lamar. Um, but I think he's just exactly what the Pats need. He's not being asked to do too much. He's not making too many mistakes. And he's leading the Pats into a currently like virtual tie for the number one seed. Yeah, I mean, I, I could not be more excited. Uh, but let's get into uh, our Super Bowl pick segment because I think this sort of uh, leads in nicely. Um, Roy, you want to kick us off here? Yes, I think, speaking of the Pats, their opponent this week, the Buffalo Bills, I have them winning the AFC. Ultimately, I think that the Pats are a team of free agents with the rookie quarterback. It's easy to sing their praises and be all happy when you're winning, but once you start losing down the stretch, once the playoffs hit, that's when you know when a team's a team. And the Buffalo Bills have been a team that's stuck together for for two, three years now. Josh Allen is growing. He is ultimately the better quarterback, and in a league where most of the time the Super Bowl champion is a team of one of the better quarterbacks in the NFL, I see the Buffalo Bills making and winning the Super Bowl. Who are they going to win? The quarterback that's destroyed their franchise for the past 20 years. In fact, former Patriot Tom Brady, who's been flying high, had an excellent comeback victory against the Colts. Bills, Bucks in the Super Bowl, Bills winning. Now, I do want to remain as objective as possible for the audience, so I'm not going to immediately dismiss that. All I will say is that a little fun fact for the listeners right now is that uh, everybody, all your hosts, Max, Roey, and myself, will actually be in attendance at the Bills-Pats game on Monday night. So, I... I don't know how much your pick has any validity if the Pats win. I'm going to be completely honest. If you want to say that right now, get it out now. But when the Pats beat the Bills on Monday night... In Buffalo. In Buffalo, I think your pick will be, honestly, a little bit of an embarrassment to the show. Okay. So what's your pick? Wait, wait, wait. First of all, just just to quickly mention, we will be working to bring exclusive interviews from Mac Jones and Josh Allen. So keep an eye out for that. And also, if you want to meet us, if you want to meet us after the game, we will probably be walking briskly back to the car before Brad gets us in any fights with Bills fans. Yes. So, <laughs> all right. Wait, to continue with the picks, so you asked me who my picks are. Yes. yes. So as much as I do love my Pats, I do not think they will represent the AFC. I don't think it's because they're not talented enough or because they're incapable. I think it's simply because that as rookies who haven't been there before necessarily, Mac Jones hasn't been there before, Ramondre Stevenson hasn't been there before, um, I think it'll take a year for them to win the AFC. I think next year they'll win the AFC. However, this year, I am predicting that the Ravens will actually be winning the AFC. Uh, I saw an interesting stat. That, the, that Lamar Jackson had four interceptions? Or was it that, another stat? That Lamar, Jackson, oh, okay. that Lamar Jackson okay. has thrown 12 interceptions this season. Mm. Ten of those have come from like three or four games. Uh, one of uh, He threw a minimum of two in those three games, 
and a couple of them he threw three or four. And they are 4-0 in those games. So they are winning, as evidenced by the last uh, Sunday Night Football win against the uh, Browns. They are winning when they're at their worst. And I think this is Lamar Jackson's year. He's been to the big game before. He hasn't won. Which big game? Like the AFC Championship game. Okay. Uh, sorry, sorry. Okay. Week 17? <laughs> He's been to the AFC Championship game before. Uh, to, no, uh, sorry, the, the divisional game. He's been, yeah. he's had some experience in the playoffs. Yes, and he uh, has won. He knows of the playoffs. <laughs> he has some experience in the playoffs. I think that John Harborough, uh, Harbaugh, is a great coach. I think that Greg Roman is leading the offense pretty nicely. I think they're going to represent the AFC. As for the NFC, I have to be uh, flying with my Packers. I think that uh, the Packers are just too good this year. Um, I think that Aaron Rodgers, I don't know if he's having toe problems, uh, brain issues. I don't know what issues he's having. Hey, he's immunized against just he, about everything. He's immunized. So. But all I can say is that the Packers look simply unstoppable. So who's winning? I think that the Packers ultimately beat the Ravens in the Super Bowl. I think that Lamar Jackson is not going to be clutch enough when it counts. Wow, Brad, those are some uh, really intelligent picks. I wonder where where you got the idea to pick the Packers and the Ravens. Um, yeah, as, as much as I like those picks, I do think that Lamar, up until a few games ago, was playing at an MVP level. But I think the Ravens are just too inconsistent to make it. That being said, I do think that ultimately it will be the Packers coming out of the NFC, and it will be the Packers winning the Super That's Bowl. That's real original. What what can we say? Every, everyone likes to have their own opinions here on the show. Uh, but Except I think yours, which are just my opinions. Exactly. <laughs> hey, it's like chicken and the egg. No one knows. Yeah, no one first, knows who came know? first. You know. Um, I think that the Packers, all in all, have been just about the most consistent team in the league, the most consistently good team in the league. I think if you look around the league, this is roughly the most parity and the most equality we've seen. Basically, in the last 10 years, or as long as I can remember, it seems like every year there's a new, every week there's a new top team in the power rankings. I think the Packers have been the most consistent. I think Aaron Rodgers is playing at an MVP level again. That being said, I do have them beating the Kansas City Chiefs in the Super Bowl. I think that the Chiefs are finding their strides slowly, but not even through the offensive end, through the defensive end of the ball. I think that Steve Spagnola, their defensive coordinator, his defense is shaping up at just the right time. They're no longer an embarrassment. They're a stout unit that blitzes a lot. Chris Jones is coming in strong to end the year. And I think that the Chiefs, riding on their defense and still a little bit of Patrick Mahomes, Tyree Kill, and Travis Kelsey magic, will make the Super Bowl, but will ultimately come out short. And this will be Aaron Rodgers' ride into the sunset out of Green Bay. So I actually have a question for both of you. Do the Colts make the playoffs? And if they do, do they win a game? It's a very interesting question. I guess I'll field it first. You know, I'll give the Colts the seventh seed in the playoffs. I know they got swept by the Titans, which is harmful to their chances. If if you're able, can you tell it? You don't have to list the order, but who are your seven teams in in this? Uh, wow. Okay. In this example, like okay. I, I just just for the audience reference, like who okay. are you saying they're making it over? Is I guess Man. what I'm trying to get. I ha- I am officially on the spot. Um. Jeez, okay. Uh, I think the number one seed in the AFC, 
will be... Again, you don't have to give order if you don't want. Yeah, yeah. Let, let's just say the division winners, because I think I'll need to think about that question a little more. Um, I'm going to go with the Baltimore Ravens, the Buffalo Bills, <laughs> the Tennessee Titans, and the... Los Angeles Chargers. Here we go. Here we go. I think that in the wild card, we have the Kansas City Chiefs. You don't actually believe this. Of course I believe it. It's on the yeah, podcast. Of course Would I say it on the it's podcast on the if I didn't believe it? Uh, I have the Kansas City Chiefs in the wild card, the Colts in the wild card, and last but not least, um, dang, what what other teams are out there? Raiders, Broncos. I swear to God. Browns. What other teams? I swear to God. There's no way. Wait, the AFC has the Jets and the Dolphins. <laughs> no, they're not good. The, the Patriots. The Patriots yeah, yeah. will make the wild card. They're, they're, they're playing well. I I think those are... Wait, wait, wait. Do they win a game? The Colts. Oh, right. Uh, the Colts... Obviously, we don't know who they'd be playing, Man, but do, you think, do you think they're good enough to win a game? Look, I think they are good enough to win a game. I'm not going to guarantee that it's going to happen. But when they've flown high with Jonathan Taylor, they've been electric to watch, and I do think they can win. I agree. I think that the Colts are one of the the hottest teams in the league. Um, And I think that when Jonathan Taylor gets a full head of steam, he's almost Derrick Henry-esque, but, like, almost faster. And, And... He's like got that smaller stature, but he's a full-on workhorse back, and he's so fun to watch. And I think Carson Wentz, at this point, it's gotten to the point where he's a little underrated. From so when he when he makes mistakes, the mistakes are in the spotlight. But he's been playing mostly mistake-free football this year, besides like that left-handed interception he threw in the end zone for a pick he's six. He's a risk taker. Let's put it that way. Yes, and I very much agree with Rowie's picks. I think that. The last seed might come down to who plays who and who owns the tiebreak because I think the Colts are probably the best team out of that bunch. But I think the Raiders are playing, are about to start playing some very good football to close out the year. I think that the Broncos are interesting. I think that the Browns are done. But my little hot take here watch out for the Miami Dolphins. They've won four oh, in a row. Please. They've won four please. in a row. And they get the Jets don't, don't to end the year. Max. Come on, man. And they get the Patriots on week 17 where they might have already clinched the number one spot. So the Dolphins are playing some great football behind some mistake-free 80% completion percentage from Tua Tagovailoa. So watch out for them. To our soul fan, I really can't believe. Like I, I, I just want the listeners to know. I'm not the saying they're making the playoffs. I just want the listeners to know Singular. that one of my co-hosts said the Chargers will win the division over the Chiefs. Bolt up. And the other co-host said that the Miami Dolphins, who are currently five and seven, seven. are going to make the playoffs. Des- I never despite, said that. Despite these comments, I, ne- I still wholeheartedly hope that we can remain on your Spotify wrapped. That was very encouraging to see. And please forgive the Dolphins pick. Max okay, though. okay. Listen, to defend myself, I never said the Dolphins would make the playoffs. I'm just saying, if the Chargers keep being inconsistent, if the Raiders hey, don't... You mean whoa, losing? Whoa. You, mean, you mean losing. If the Raiders don't hit the hot streak that I anticipate, if the Colts stick around 500, the Dolphins could make it interesting because they have a weak schedule and are on a hot streak. Okay. That being said... I'm going back to Rowie's picks. I think they're almost exactly right, but I'm I'm very okay. Besides the Chargers winning the division, let me reiterate okay. that I think the Chiefs Thank are winning, uh, and I think that the Patriots are taking the number one seed in the AFC. Thank East. you. Um, so obvious, yeah. Th- those are those are such great picks, Max. But 
Watch out for the dogfight between the Chargers and the Raiders to close the year. It's I, a dogfight between the Chargers and the Chiefs for the division. Okay, buddy. If listen, by listen, listen, you listen. The the Chiefs hitting hey, the Chargers hey, and the Chargers hitting the floor. The, the Chargers have beaten both the Chiefs and the Raiders in their sole game. Hey, of the season. have you seen the stat that a coin has predicted every Raiders win and loss this year? Wait, what? I actually have seen yeah. this. Somebody ran a simulation at the beginning of the no, year. No, they just flipped a coin. Flipped a coin. And what happened? And they like like they flipped the coin where I, I heads was a win, tails was a loss. loss. And so far, it's been one hundred percent accurate. Yeah, and and they're predicting ten and seven sneak into the seventh seed. Can I can I change my picks? Nope. Yes, I'm so convinced. All right, so it is now my turn to answer the question that I actually asked. Go ahead. Whether the Colts yes, will make the playoffs. Enough. Fair enough. Um, let me start off with who I think is in the playoffs. I think that the uh, excuse me. I think that the Ravens win their division. I think that the Pats win. The AFC East. Yes, sir. I think that the Titans win their division. Barely. I think the Chiefs win their division. I can't win our division. Sure. Can't fathom the Chargers winning the division. Um, <laughs> and I think that the Titans are going to be playing the Indianapolis Colts in Wild Card Weekend, and this game will not be about Tannehill versus Carson Wentz. It will be about Derrick Henry yep. versus Jonathan Taylor. Yep. And Amen. I think that Derrick Henry will be back by then. Jeremy McNichols versus Naheem Hines. <laughs> and I That's think storyline and, and I think that it will be a really fascinating game where it'll just be a battle of the running backs. I will, agree. Will, will Derrick Henry or Jonathan Taylor prevail? And ultimately, I think that the Titans will win. I don't think it'll be because of Derrick Henry. I think that the Titans have a more potent uh, offensive attack outside of the uh, running game. Hey. Whereas I think that Carson Wentz and the Colts, Jonathan Taylor is fantastic. Don't sleep on Michael Pittman, But dude. I just am not as confident in the Indianapolis uh, passing game as I am in the Titans passing game, especially when Derrick Henry is on point. So I do not think the Colts win a game. Because I think they're playing the Titans in the first playoff game on wild, uh, wild Card Weekend. Is the Titans passing game the same one where Tannehill threw four interceptions against our Patriots last weekend? Okay, to be fair, the Titans did not have basically anybody. That's true. They were base- it was basically Pats versus the practice squad. And I can share a whole plethora of opinions on how I think that the Pats really did not have a good game versus the Titans, despite what the score may like want you to believe. But either way, the Titans' passing game only becomes good, in my opinion, when you have Derrick Henry. Because Ryan Tannehill is an average quarterback regularly. Oh, for sure. Except when he's on play action because Derrick Henry... Because the, if, if the opposing defense is so worried about stopping Derrick Henry that they're just stuffing the box, then I think that's when Ryan Tannehill's game goes from average to great. But I don't think he's great unless Derrick Henry is in the lineup. And not just in the lineup, but like firing on all cylinders. So, do I think Ryan Tannehill is necessarily a better quarterback than Carson Wentz? I'm not so sure. I honestly don't have an answer at the moment. But do I think that Ryan Tannehill with Derrick Henry is better than Carson Wentz with Jonathan Taylor? Yes, I do. Well... First of all, that whole thing was wrong because the Colts are playing the Ravens on wildcard weekend and they are beating the Ravens and Brad's Super Bowl pick is invalidated. So, 
We've basically given you our idea of the AFC playoff picture. Obviously, that's near and dear. Did you do the to- NFC? Shut up. Obviously, that's near and dear to our hearts because all of our teams are in the AFC. Do but- we not like the Bengals? Are the Bengals dead? Do you mean oh, the Bungles? What? <laughs> the Bengals. They always bungle everything. Not going to lie, I totally forgot about the Bengals. They're definitely making the playoffs <laughs> over the Chargers. Whoa, whoa, well, we're whoa. actually going to see we're Justin seeing... Herbert versus Joe Burrow this weekend. Yes. And I will sub out the Chargers for the Bengals if the so, Bengals win. So, no, no. Let, let, let's hear the pick. What's the pick for this Sunday Bengals-Chargers? Uh, I think that Joe Burrow wins 31-16. to 16. I think... That Joe Mixon wins twenty eight to twenty four. Fair enough. And so therefore, I assume that both you guys. Well, Max already committed this. Brad, you have the Bengals in for the Chargers. I I just want this on a recorded podcast. Uh, no, I think the Chargers will make the playoffs over the Bengals. Okay. I, I mean, I, I honestly think both. Even though I didn't met, forgot about the although, Bengals completely before. Although, like, no, no, no. Yeah, I, they're kind of. I, I kind of goofed. Unlike my co-host, I did think of the Bengals. <laughs> I just think that in the end of the day, that Justin Herbert is more reliable than. So, Joe so you think about other things aside from Brian Tannehill's play action because it seemed like that just completely occupies your mind. <laughs> no, I, I actually. You want to talk about it a bit contrary more? Contrary to your belief, Brian I Tannehill's do play action. think about other things. So, like, people stuff the box. Right? <laughs> Oh, sorry, sorry, yeah, continue, continue. Because, you see, I do think about other things. One of the things that I've been thinking about for the last ten minutes here has been how stupid your pick was that the Chargers okay, okay, win okay, the division okay, over okay. the Chiefs. I mean, right, that is frankly right. an embarrassment and destroys the validity of this podcast. The Chargers over the Chiefs? And are you kidding me? Okay, okay. Siri, are you kidding me? All right. Now that I think about it, Dolphins are winning the Super Bowl. You heard it here first. All right. All right. All right, let's do the <laughs> NFC, please. Okay, because I, I can't like give me Rowie, give me your division winners. I'm kind of scared now, dude. I don't know if I want give to. Give me your division winners and wild card teams on the NFC side. I'm a and scared. the question on do this, I have to go and, first? And the question on this one: Niners or Vikings? Interesting. All right, let's start with Niners, Vikings, Lions. <laughs> Get oh, out. the poor Lions. Get, Get out. The poor Lions. Get out. <laughs> Look, I haven't really thought about the NFC much, uh, to be honest. We don't the, care. the big playoff picture, because that's honestly the irrelevant conference. Sorry, if, if, being, I can just, if I can just interject for one quick sec. And I don't mean to be putting you on the spot. Oh, God. In addition to your question of uh, Niners or Vikings, okay. I also want you to make clear when you're talking about like the makeup of the NFC, Okay. are the Rams even a divisional winner? Whoa. No, because the Cardinals are winning their division. Yes, because the Cardinals, yeah, that is true. I think the Rams, do they have a losing record in their division? We, we could look, no, we could they, look they, it up if we were a professional podcast, but we're not, so we're not going to look I'll look it up, up because I'm a professional. Okay, yeah, so while Brad's checking up on that, I'll ask his second out of 13 questions. Um, <laughs> so the second, I believe, was Niners-Vikings. I have the Vikings winning. I think Dalvin Cook... Torn labrum, I believe, but he should be back after week fourteen. And the only reason wait, I you know mean this... winning as in ma- like ha- like making the playoffs as a higher seed, right? Yes, that is that is what I mean. Um, okay, so the, the Rams are one and two versus their own division. What I say, what I say. 
So uh, I think that when but Dalvin they do Cook, have a winning record, seven and four. When Dalvin Cook comes back week fifteen, and again, the only reason I know that is because of fantasy football. So Dalvin, please do come back week fifteen. <laughs> uh, get well. I'm soon. good with you not coming back, Dalvin Cook. Just if we're putting it out there. Um, I think that the Vikings make it. I think Justin Jefferson is an absolute stud. I ultimately believe because in I'm playing faith. him in fantasy, not because I wish ill will against his health. I I, I, I think I Kirk Cousins is an underrated quarterback. I don't think he's an elite quarterback by any stretch of the imagination. But aside from aligning himself and lining up under right guard last game and not center, I think he's had a pretty dang good season. Um, I like him. I like Dalvin Cook um, and Justin Jefferson. I think their defense is sufficiently good. Although the Niners did get the best of them and kind of a dominant victory, Debo Samuel has been playing excellent. Ultimately, I think I have more faith in the offensive weapons of the Vikings. It's going to be tough for them to overcome the head-to-head tiebreaker, but I think that the Vikings will sneak in in an overhead spot. I wouldn't be surprised if the Niners do too. I'll pick Vikings over Niners. I I just like to point out that currently uh, the NFC playoff picture is looking like... So you have the division winners... Cardinals, Packers, Buccaneers, Cowboys. Is anyone picking against those teams? I don't think so, right? Uh, no, I'm not picking against any of those teams. I think those teams have earned their right to be atop of each division. Um, I like the Cardinals over the Rams. I think the Bucks have a firm grasp, especially after the Saints lost today. Um, and obviously the Cowboys really are pulling ahead. So, All right, now that we've gone through those more or less easy picks... So we have the Rams in the first wildcard slot, the Niners in the second wildcard slot, and we have the Washington football team, Minnesota Vikings, Atlanta Falcons, Philadelphia okay. Eagles, Carolina <laughs> Panthers, and New Orleans Saints, all with five wins. You might as well stop it, Vikings. I think that I think that it's between the Washington football team and the Vikings. For I mean, I think that the Rams are like the the fifth seed. I think that the Niners are likely going to be the uh, fifth seed, although that's certainly up for contention. The question is whether it's Niners and football team or Niners and Vikings. I, I just personally don't see the Falcons, Eagles, Panthers, or Saints beating out the football team over Vikings. Yeah, I think that the Niners definitely make it. I love what Roey said about Debo Samuel. Having him on most of my fantasy teams has been incredible to watch. He's out for one to two weeks. Would you like to say that it, as somebody who's been on the opposite team, it has not been as incredible to watch from my perspective? Exactly. He's sometimes a running back, sometimes a receiver. It doesn't matter. He makes plays. He uh, scores he, touchdowns. He's most of the time a running back, though. Yeah, kind of. I think it's... it. Well, before his injury, it was between uh, him, Cooper Cup, and Jonathan Taylor for Offensive Player of the Year. Um... I think now that he's out and now that Jonathan Taylor's on this run, I think it'll probably go to Jonathan Taylor. But I agree with my co-hosts. I think that it is between the football team and the Vikings. And I honestly, I see the football team making it. I think that even though the Vikings are incredibly talented, I also think they're incredibly inconsistent. They're almost the Chargers of the NFC uh, with a worse quarterback. Um I think that the football team is hitting its stride. It's on a little win streak. And right now, they've only played one divisional matchup. So the, all of their remaining schedule is against their division. And let's face it, that division isn't great. So I see the Washington football team, led by Taylor Heineke, making it to the playoffs. I actually like Taylor Heineke as a, as a quarterback for the Washington football team. I'm also a huge Ryan Fitzpatrick guy. Um, but I think that Ryan, uh, Taylor Heineke is ultimately the right quarterback for this team. 
Uh, I remember last year's uh, very you know impressive performance that he had against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I truly hope that the Washington football team keeps him around as their franchise guy, or otherwise he gets signed to another team. But actually, let me pose this to the group. Do you guys think that Taylor Heineke is a franchise quarterback? Career backup, Ryan Fitzpatrick. That's uh, my, that, that, that is my... I think that he's good. I think that he's smart. I just don't know that his arm and his arm talent really stack up to the competition. It's so funny because we were, me and Rowie were intently watching the awful Monday night matchup last week between the Washington football team and the Seattle Seahawks. And largely it was because of fantasy football. But... Almost, it was entirely because yes. of fantasy football. Almost every time Taylor Heineke threw the ball, they were commenting about his arm strength. On one throw where he got it to a receiver well, they were like, wow, his arm didn't look problematic on that throw. And I think that's kind of all you need to know. I think he is a good quarterback because he's very mobile, he's very escapable, and you kind of don't expect that out of him. Like, he can make plays, but I think that lack of arm strength will kind of hold him back. Yes, but like I just want to say that like to be unbiased Mac Jones's arm strength not that great comparatively he's a lot more accurate however he's a lot more accurate and he possesses a football knowledge and like a football IQ that I think a lot of rookies especially do not have I think time will tell whether that football IQ we're talking about Taylor Heineke right Yes. yes but can you give me a sec to flesh out my thought or is that not okay with you it's totally good with me okay um I think that time will tell whether his football IQ is just good for a rookie or good for a starting QB in the NFL. And where I'm going with this is that I think that Taylor Heineke's football IQ is worse than Mac Jones, and Taylor Heineke is not a rookie. So if Tyler, if Taylor Heineke doesn't have the arm talent and he doesn't have uh, the best of the best of football IQ, what does he have? He can duck under sacks. Okay. It's so impressive. Anybody, like not anybody, but a lot of different people can do that. Just because somebody can duck under sacks doesn't mean they're a starting caliber NFL quarterback. I think that Taylor Heineke has demonstrated in a lot of big-time games that he can lead an offense. I think he showed that against the, the Panthers uh, I th- when he had the dominant win. I think he ultimately showed that this past week when he prevailed against the Seahawks. He showed it last year in the playoffs against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He's obviously had his rough stretches too. That's why we're not saying him as an undisputed franchise quarterback. And I don't think he's going to be a particularly excellent one that will dominate the league. But honestly, in a league where you know it's very tough to find a consistent guy and a guy that's going to win you games, the fact that he's been able to put shows in primetime when his team's dependent on him, some of them when he's been thrown into the fire when Ryan Fitzpatrick's gone down, it's been very impressive to watch. Ultimately, I think he's a physical guy, a little bit undersized, but I think he plays physically, and he has a certain it factor that I just think kind of gets the team behind him. We see now Chase Young is a huge supporter of Taylor Heineke. Ultimately, I think that could be a good thing for the Washington football team that's right now going under a complete rebrand to make this guy their first franchise quarterback in a new era. I just want to say, though, um, I'm really happy for Taylor Heineke that he beat Tom Brady because for the rest of his life, he will forever be able to say that he not only beat Tom Brady, but he also beat uh, Russell Wilson. And I think that's just pretty incredible for a quarterback. I mean, there are not many quarterbacks who can say, I've beaten Tom Brady and Russell I mean, Wilson. Mac Jones sure hasn't beaten Tom Brady. Okay, well... Nick Folk has... Okay, 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 no, 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 no. I'm going to respond to that. That was because of his coach, which, although I think Bill Belichick is greatest of all time, 
He didn't go for it on fourth and three okay. when Mac Jones had been killing it all game. And he instead opted to kick a what? Like a 61-yard field goal or something like that? That our kicker almost made, but doinked. If Bill Belichick goes for it, Pats get the first down, and they leave zero time left for Tom Brady to... Don't edge me out of the way. They leave zero time for Tom Brady to go on a little run and try and score a field goal to tie it. So... I get your point, and I'm not denying that Mac Jones has not beat Tom Brady, but just you wait. Okay. Okay, here here on this podcast, we like to stay on top of the current news. We do. So as much as I enjoy talking about how the Pats almost beat the Bucks roughly do five weeks ago. Moral victory. Moral victory. Now that we're past the 30-minute mark, uh, we've d- probably dwindled from about a million listeners to roughly three. So let's give some hot takes that will go on the record and that will close out the show. This could be anything about the rest of the season, maybe where you see some players ending up after the season. But, Roey, why don't you kick us off? Uh, I'm going to defer to you. All right, well, you've already heard one of my hot takes with the Dolphins. But I think that... I don't know if this is necessarily even a hot take, but I think after this season some of the biggest quarterbacks, biggest names in the NFL will not be with their teams anymore, namely Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers. As me and Brad have said, we picked that Aaron Rodgers will win the Super Bowl this year, but I personally think that's his ride off into the sunset. That's his transition into his new career as a Jeopardy host. And as for Russell Wilson, looking at him the last few weeks and watching him intently on the Monday night game, He does not look happy on the Seahawks. I think he's gone. I think the Denver Broncos trade for him. And I think next year the Denver Broncos are a Super Bowl contender behind a healthy-fingered Russell Wilson. Broncos love picking up, like, quarterbacks of that caliber. Like, they picked up Peyton Manning. They want to Super Bowl with him. Exactly. That makes a lot of sense to me, to be honest. Um, My hot take, Mac Jones wins minimum two maximum four Super Bowls before <laughs> Belichick retires. Whenever that may be. Alright, let, let's not acknowledge that. Uh, let's move on to our next hot take. Um, our One of them is this year, personally. Okay. Uh, the next hot take that I Could have... Could happen. Hey, that's more realistic than the Chargers beating the Chiefs out for the division this year. I'm, I'm letting you keep going. So. <laughs> All right, Rowie. Enough said. Close Enough us said. out. Rowie, close us out. Uh, the last hot take that I have here is that the Los Angeles Rams will lose their first playoff game, and they will be a one-and-done team in the playoffs. That's my hot take. By the way, just to close us out, Final hot take, the Lions will win a game by the end of the year for their coach, Dan Campbell. This has been the Big Red Zone. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll see you later.